All right, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unfiltered as Fuck podcast. We got your host, Big Homie KT. Quiz, nigga, put the phone down. You, <laughs> bro, your shit fucking up. No, I, got uh, it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. You gonna introduce a man? All right, yeah, man, you got your butt patrol popping. I have a very, very special guest today, the Chef Danny. The, yeah, he got checked the fuck out with that damn D earlier. <laughs> the Chef Danny. <laughs> What's going on, Chef? With D Chef. D. D Chef. We got to change it now. D. Name change. You know, it was Chef Danny Hollywood. It is now D Chef. Chef Danny. Yeah. That's when you put D in front of that bitch, that's when you know you're official. Yeah, D. Chef Danny. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to it, man. Heather Wayne, we didn't forget what the fuck this shit mean this time. So we're going to start with this useless but interesting information. Yes, sir. All right. So, you know, we uh dealing with a coin shortage, man. Hey, have people been giving y'all y'all damn change, bro, when y'all go to places? Yeah, or I'm gonna knock all that shit over. Nah, I swipe. I, <laughs> swipe, swipe, no swipe. <laughs> yeah, nah, man, that shit fucked me up uh, the first time I went. Like, the woman, like, you want your change? I'm like, what the fuck you mean do I want my change? But, so we lead into that to say description. A dime has 118 reads. You know what the fuck a read is? <laughs> oh my god Okay that's one of it too That's one the last time on this show <laughs> <laughs> She with the shits man Tony nah, you Tony, you been officially uh, fucking yeah. replaced I didn't know what a read was either But uh, go ahead KT <laughs> Right I didn't know what that shit is And then on the paper it's the next thing What is a ridge It's the fucking ridges in the damn uh, On the outside of a coin So a dot right It's some useless fucking mason It's 118 of them a quarter has 119 of them. Thank you for that useless answer. I know, right? So I'm going to hey, count the reads <laughs> on a quarter or a dime next time I get one. Right. Hey, who the, has anybody confirmed that shit? Please, I mean, I, I saw online. It said it was, I mean, I don't know how to count them. Oh, don't worry about it. Why would we switch out a dime? Why would we? Yeah. Right. And Penny ain't got no ridges. <laughs> you ain't even got to do it. So another interesting fact that we found out about money, uh, I think, who there was, Joel mentioned that shit? Yeah, shout out to Joel for knowing this. Yeah, right. I'm still t- kind of confused why the fuck he knows that. It ain't on that paper. Oh, well, yeah, it actually is. But uh, 80% of the dollar bills in the United States has traces of cocaine. Right. That's a high-ass fucking number. So like, everybody touching drug money. Everybody touching drug money. So that's, I ain't, I ain't believe that shit, but. Yep, that's exactly what that's what she said. They it, it come from like snoring coke with the, uh, yeah, yeah, the cocaine, bit. marijuana. So anytime you smacking them bitches on strippers and stuff, like you just oh yeah, strippers. <laughs> too. Yeah, that probably where the dog shit come from. Saying the dog, but exactly, this shit, bro, it's, it was poop on that list too. I know this shit was crazy. Quiz, you gotta chill out. Man. Sorry, man. I'm on. The, <laughs> hey, I'm doing this uh, NFL fantasy draft right now. All right, man. So let's get into. <laughs> What the hell, Danny, with these facial expressions? Sorry, Danny. Doing my interview, right. Doing your interview. Boy, that's so disrespectful, the bro. The hell with this NFL Respect draft. me. Yeah, nigga, put that shit on auto drive, man. D-Chef Danny. Because you you ain't going to do them, but not damn checking in for the rest. You're going to have like four weeks where you got... Nobody playing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So let's get into it, man. So getting to this November election, there's a couple of things that people are talking about that they want to vote for these candidates. Uh, one of the big interesting topic is, topics is if student loan debt would be canceled. Will, will America be better off if student loans were canceled? I don't know about y'all, but I got student loans. But uh, if they were canceled, honestly, how I really got my life set up, I don't really know if that shit will affect my life <laughs> right now. 
if I didn't have to pay uh, selling me these X amount of dollars a month. I got a question. How many people actually paying them damn student loans? That's the right. Because <laughs> I mean, I hey, luckily, thank you, Jesus, I paid mine off this year. Oh shit! Oh, with a hand clap, it. Yeah, man, that was a day. That was a that was a big accomplishment, man. That was one of my goals. That was he one got of my goals money. This year. There you go. Yeah, give me a little hand clap. Hand clap, <laughs> praise. But nah, that's real. That's another part of it. I think is a lot of people ain't paying the motherfuckers anyway. So you cancel them bitches out. They ain't gonna do shit. That that money they weren't spending anyway. Yeah, they gonna have to get them in blood. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. broke. She ain't get no money back. Man, see, that was my original plan. But until I started wanting to do other shit, they were like, "Yeah, you gonna have to <laughs> handle these goddamn student loans." Oh, for sure. You want a house, nigga? You ain't paid this student loan in three years. You you went deferment for your deferment, but. So, Quiz, how long did it take you to pay yours off? Uh, let me see. I graduated 2012, so like seven years maybe. Man, I will say your mama dropped dropped you on your head a couple of times, but there's a lot of things she did. Yeah, I do, I, I do a lot of good <laughs> shit. Right. <laughs> that's some real shit. That goes see, back. I thought I added it up. So, if I pay them off early, that's more bottles. That's more bottles <laughs> I can pop. That's, that's, that's more chips I can take, you know. But how many bars of Patron that is a month? Ooh. <laughs> I can light I can light the club up now. Yeah. But, but now nah, for real though, I can take a lot of trips, man. You know, started a, a trucking company, you know, you do more things now. So, so something in the past. So you think for the ones that it that are paying, it'll have a it'll have a significant impact. Of. Oh yeah, definitely pay them off if you can, you know. Or you know, try to. Then what you feel or about? Or just that? don't pay them. You know, Dan- you don't Dan- care about fuck the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the <laughs> get it in blood. D Chef Danny said, Yeah, D Chef Danny said, Y'all gonna have to get it like the Red Cross. Pick up a pot in the pan, you gotta pay them bitches. Then we gonna have to get them get this mic a little closer to your ass. You sound like little Tony. You got that little voice. <laughs> yeah, baby. There you go. <laughs> there she go. There she go. We gotta get Danny out of here. It's the wine. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, it it's, I only had. When she get to that second cup, it's gonna be a problem. Ooh, she ain't her live ain't gonna make it that far. Yeah, <laughs> she don't tip me. Oh, give me his little wireless. His little wireless. It ain't gonna reach. That shit ain't gonna right, reach. I'm gonna give you a uh, plug in a minute. Bro, she ain't got a minute. She brought like thirty seconds. What is that? Ten percent. Oh, you good? You good? <laughs> Not on live, fool. But uh, so yeah, I really think that that shit gonna have that big of an impact because, like you said, most people don't pay them. I guess uh, for the people who trying to, I guess. Like you said, only time that shit really matters when people really pay them is if they really trying to do shit. Like, nigga, my mama still got student loans, man. And Yo, mama. Yes, bro, my mama still got them hoes, man. I know a lot of people still got them they in their day. They not getting them. Yeah, hell no, they ain't getting them. She with the shit just like you, and she meant that shit, goddamn. Y'all want these little income tax returns? Y'all got them. All right. So what would you tell an 18-year-old self about college and finances, man? So... How do you feel about like? Would you go back? Would you go to college uh, knowing what you know now? Oh, absolutely, for real. Yeah, I think school got me like college. Just the people I met and the networking I did while I was there. You know, I think college is good for everybody, but it's not for everybody. Shit, you see the look that on Danny's face. No, that makes sense. <laughs> but um, I would say like. I, I agree with you though because it's just not for everybody. I appreciate college because it made me grow the fuck up or mature and just taught me a lot of stuff. And I met some of my long, long, well, long friends in college. But um, 
financial wise, I wish they taught more financially savvy courses for college kids because we just don't know. No, they're not gonna tell you. Yeah, especially black kids. We just we go in, we wild, and we we blowing through refund checks, and we just have no refund J's. We have no sense of financial responsibility when we're in college, and then it just rolls over into financial debt when we graduate, and it's just right there waiting on us when we start our so called better life. Yeah, it's a couple things. Like I, I do feel like. Everybody should at least experience one semester of damn college, even if you go that bitch to drop out. Like, freshman year was like that's why freshman year was so lit because four and a half years lit. (laughs) Nah, freshman year be the hardest because you know, like eighty percent of the people that you showed up with ain't gonna make it past that first semester. Man, listen, (laughs) right, right. My freshman year was so lit because as soon as I got, you know, everybody moved my stuff in, it was like. I can do what the fuck I want to do now. Like, I ain't got no curfew. I can't invite to when to come home. You know, it it was lit. It was an eye opener, but it was a wilding. good time. He was wild. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. That shit is crazy. Like, I don't know about y'all parents. Shit, my mama like she dropped me off like, and she was gone before I even got down. Open my first box, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing about it, like, I do feel like. College one as necessary as how our elders before us uh made it seem like you like go to college or die and then if you go to college everything will be figured out once you get out of that bitch absolutely the fuck not no nah. <laughs> I had a biology degree it took me years to find like a job in my field right like so and, hell, I feel like yeah. they don't tell you that like they they, they, they sell you the dream like as soon as you graduate you gonna have a great job oh shit. I, I know I was locker. right. I was the prince of the bitch, <laughs> man. I graduated. I was working at Hibbits. Yeah, so. buying all them damn shoes and no money, <laughs> and then I started working at Best Buy. Yeah, man. Nah, that's the part. I I, I don't. That shit sucks. If you ain't got like a, a long term plan when you go to school, don't go your ass into that damn college and pay no goddamn tuition, man. Don't go in them For folks real. like. College is expensive. You ain't got a plan. Like you said, you get this damn degree and you ain't really got no damn plans. Like, all right, I got a regular ass fucking job, but now I'm to put myself in damn sixty, seventy thousand dollars in debt for what? Just cause my parents like you got that piece yeah. of degree, but <laughs> what the fuck is it worth? And I also uh, I wish I was more educated about the the student loan process when I uh For sure. Like there's no way that you should trust 17, 18 year old, 19 year old kids to be signing no promissory notes. Right, right, right. It's all a setup, man. Now I think about it. Like, and I think a good thing, like now in our society, um, kids coming up, they should get a trade. Yes. I think a trade, because you, you're more hands on at that point. But man, college, you know, you go through those courses, it's kind of like you're in high school all over again with a dorm room and a lot more people. And you shit from physics yet. Right, most of that shit, like, and like I don't, I don't like the concept of college where they have like, oh, this is a weed out course. What the fuck you mean, nigga? Y'all gonna weed out my money? I just paid tuition. Like, I mean, I did take a lot of golf, uh, <laughs> basketball shit. Uh, nigga had to do that to maintain that yeah, GPA. I took a lot of PE classes, absolutely. Right, but shit, knowing what you know about how much that shit costs you, would you have taken them hoes? Right, but hey, listen up, <laughs> kids. We're not telling you do not go to college. Please, all means go. Have a fucking plan. Please man. go, but have a plan. You know, have a goal. Have a, you know, that every year, you know, your GPA goal. You know, the classes you want to take, and not just you know going to school to pledge or just to be cool or to say I'm in college, because that's mm-hmm. not gonna get you anywhere once you graduate. If you graduate. Yeah, that shit gonna cost you. You gonna be soul searching after school after you even spent them. Like even even in easy majors, like that shit take a lot of dedication. <laughs> like 
Like, so don't get it twisted, man. Like, um, man, get you a trade. and ain't nothing wrong to going wrong with going to a junior college before you go to a four year sure. university. I I think that's probably why I would have did, but the the trade off of, of that is when I had that freshman and sophomore year. Right, fun. right, right. You <laughs> miss a whole two years of your life that could have been fun. Yeah. But you about your business. gonna be the most fun you ever have in your life. Yeah, you. But you gonna come in. I will say more prepared than uh, most other people who's just in there. Because I don't know about where y'all from. I'm from Pritchard, Alabama. My high schools didn't prepare me for college and how to study or any of that shit. Nothing. So mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> nah, man. You know what we did? I don't. What, what, what high school you went to? Jefferson Davis. No, y'all ain't learning shit either yeah. with that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nigga, we playing up there, JD. JD ain't learning shit. Y'all, 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 y'all thought, ready for homecoming, ready right, for the, for exactly. the cookout. They wouldn't teach y'all how to. Valley High School. Oh, wow. Right. All, all five of them. I'm sure the textbooks <laughs> were falling apart. Hey, no, actually 5A. They, they yeah. was, when y'all ain't no fucking 5A? When? when? We even played Williams in high school. We, yeah, they was 5A yeah. back then. They like 3A now, which yeah. is what right. I so, think. 6A high school. Yeah, y'all was 6A because they, y'all paid all them people to come out there. Oh, wow. Oh, shout out to everybody who went to JD, man. All my gump people. Don't, <laughs> don't try to shout us out now. Don't try shout to out to the gump, baby. Nah, JD if got If it wasn't for the gump, it wouldn't be no me. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Sorry, y'all. NFL draft again making a lot of noise. <laughs> But yeah, nah, my high school didn't prepare me for no damn college. And I, well, I thought I was prepared till I got that motherfucker. Like, I actually got to study and with, with the shit on these tests and shit. They they really not, I th- they didn't teach this shit in class. But, uh, all right, man. Now, the reason why we're here is Miss D. Let's she, get ooh, to look the nitty gritty. She got a hand out. She with the shits. Let me move this down. Let's Thank get let's get it to the nitty gritty. Move the cord. There you go. There you go. So, Quiz, you got your paper in front of you, man. Put the phone hey man, down. Don't, no, I don't. I don't need a paper. Okay. Nah, you got. You got. You need to pay attention. You I got to pay the paper. attention, man. You I, got. I you made got these questions for you, D Chef. Dave. He actually did. That was his contribution, man. He wasn't paying attention, but he came in with some good ass uh, questions. Good stuff, well. man. Good stuff. He did. We'll, we'll give. Him. He was thirty minutes late, so that he ain't. Oh, t- wow. Yeah, he ain't tell you that shit. Dude. <laughs> I was definitely not thirty minutes. Late. He was definitely thirty minutes late, no. man. <laughs> All right, man. So you want to introduce D Chef Danny, man, or you want me to get it because you so into that damn fantasy? Hey, go ahead and introduce. I already gave my introduction <laughs> to D Chef Danny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mammals, cats, chicken, ducks, all that. <laughs> mammals and cats. <laughs> you ain't listening, man. Fresh, bro. You a young oh, ass yeah, nigga, yeah, I man. That. Get the yeah, fuck yeah, out. <laughs> What's going on, Chef Danny, man? What's up, KT? Tell it's the people, D, Chef Danny. It's D Chef. I got to say D every time. Every time, every, right. every damn. All right, I'm gonna have to remember that. D Chef Danny, man. She ain't Hollywood the, no more. Oh, she, she just ain't famous Hollywood. now. Fame, famous. <laughs> she like looking at herself too. She been like, she been catching that light over here on yeah, this okay. one. <laughs> I peep you got down that light skin yeah. shit, man. Oh my baby, focus. <laughs> yeah, nah, you got it, man. You deserve the shine, D Chef Danny, some man. More wine. Yeah. On, she might not need more wine. Pull me up. Pour up. <laughs> All right, man. So, what you got going on? I uh, see so you got the release of your yes, cookbook man. coming out, man. Tell us, tell us uh, about what it is, man. What is it about and when it's coming out? Um, my cookbook is scheduled to release October thirteenth. You guys be on the look on lookout for that. It is called Expensive Taste, being that I am a private celebrity chef, and um, the recipes are pretty much dedicated to some of my favorite clients. Um, it tells my story inside of the book at the beginning, and it's just really me just 
giving y'all the recipes that you guys love from the favorite people that I cook for. Okay, so uh, where can we get this book? What, what do people need to look at it for? Um, the website will be up. The pre-orders start on, I think, October 1st, um, but it'll be on my new website, which is thechefdanny.com, and you guys can sign up for the email list if you want to to get the um, email burst from when we start pre-orders. Okay, well, make sure we're going to shout that out on the page, man. Y'all make sure y'all go get that, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, now let's get into it. All right, so what made you get into cooking? Um, okay, so I kind of grew up cooking. Um, I'm from down south, Reynolds. I'm from Montgomery, Alabama. Um, to avoid going outside when I was younger, because it was always hot as fuck, <laughs> I would just stay in the kitchen with my grandma, and she kind of just taught me how to cook, and then my oh. mom, mom kind of picked it up where she left off. And then I took whatever they taught me and I applied it in college because everybody know you be on that noodles and piece of shit in college. <laughs> but, hey, like, that shit got old real quick when I got my apartment. So I was just like, damn, I can really cook. And Your shit friend, stay yeah. full, baby. So my friends would come over all the time like, yo, you can really cook. And I'm not paying them attention like, shit, is this fool? Yeah, nigga, I can cook. I'm a bitch, I can cook. Big facts. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> now they sat me down and was just like, nah, your shit real, real good, like, presentation wise like you should probably take cooking more serious i'm laughing because i'm like yo i got a whole degree in biology yeah, i'm about I'm to use the degree i'm gonna use my degree went to school I'm four not, years yeah, what fuck you mean four years i'm not finna goddamn you know cook what i thought was a cook <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i didn't even think about like the prestige owner of being a chef like i'm just thinking cook kitchen hot as fuck sweaty i'm, I'm not gonna go right you know restaurant and then even research the other avenues of what came with cooking yeah. so the job that I had been, you know, waiting on for, you know, you finally get your degree job. You think you big shit. I was making good money. I was working at a pharmaceutical plant where we made promethazine. This is when Lean was really popular. She was the plug. So, like, literally, I was at work making promethazine. So, like, I ain't have no words. I had a good job. My apartment was laid. You couldn't tell me shit. Oh, yeah. You could not. And then I was living in, in Alabama. So, like. Yeah, that rent, money went yeah, far. Went <laughs> far. My rent was, like, cheap. And I had a big-ass apartment. The plant closed down. Oh, the damn. Plant, the plant started laying people We did off. not know D-Chef Danny was unemployed. Right, no, I was really. about to say. Well, I was <laughs> unemployed. They just gave us a warning like, hey, we signed to new management. The country, we got a new management, and they about to start laying people off. Y'all need to figure out what the fuck y'all going to do. I could have been in that number. I couldn't have not been in that number, but I wasn't going to wait around to figure it out. So I was just like... Shit, at this point, I was damn near on the verge of moving back with my mama. Cause I'm like, damn, the plant finna shut down. What the fuck right. am I about to do? With this big ass apartment. Yeah, with this big ass apartment. I'm like, <laughs> this bitch gotta yeah, go. This bitch gotta go. Like, I'm damn near on the verge of really moving back to my grandma with my mama. You talking about depressed? Yeah, man. Sick. I'm sick. Cause, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm big shit and I already popped my shit. Like, yeah, I got my own apartment. Yo, big dog. You know what I'm saying? So, I looked into, I was like, all right. I'm going to look into going to culinary school. If I get in flawlessly, I'm going to go. I ain't going to ask no question. I'm going to just go. So I was, like, looking up schools that I wanted to go to. I was like, shit. I looked at the one in Atlanta. I looked at the one in Charlotte. It's our institute in Charlotte. And I looked at the one in L.A. So my aunt, I have an aunt that lives in Atlanta. So I was just like, shit, if I go to one in Atlanta, I can get a link up with my auntie. Well... Shit, that's too close to home. I was just like, you go there, you're not going to be focused. I already knew what time it was. If I moved to Atlanta, 
I'm damn near going to be going to cooking school and working at the Blue Flame. I already know what time <laughs> Every week. Yeah, because I was going to be wild and just out of control. Like, I'm already, I was young, so I was like, I already know I'm going to go out too much if I go to Hey, them blue, them blue flame shells, they be jumping, though. Them well, blue. yeah, but I already oh, knew what time it was. I was like, you're not going to be focused if you move to Atlanta. You got a crutch. You got your auntie there. So if you fall right. on your face, you got a crutch. I was like, let me look at the school in L.A. Whew. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, let me, let me actually research the school in L.A. L.A. is like like somewhere people dream of living. Like, let me just look at it. Like, Damn, that's what jo- that's look. what Joel said. Damn, he was right. <laughs> nah, for real. Let me, let me just look at it. So I was just like up one night, like two in the morning. I was just over some shit. Like, damn near about to cry again because I was right. like, you really about to move back with your mama. You really about to be in the so, car. I started researching. I started looking at cost of living. I started looking at all this shit, researching how much shifts made, what you know, what the cost of living is out there. So I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna call tomorrow, and I'm gonna just, you know, let go of some stuff with the lady. And if she give me the information I want to hear, she fucking, I'm gone. Right. I stayed on the phone for like three hours with the lady, going over admissions, tuition, what it would be like, what's the process to move or get it cracking. She gave me all the info, and she was like, you can sign up today. Yeah, Thank like, you, yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, shit. I was like, if I get in, it's over with. I'm gone. Yeah, I'm right. talking big shit to myself. Like, <laughs> but I'm gone. Amping right yourself up. Yeah. Shit. I got in the next day. Oh, shit. Damn. That shit happened quick. It did. She's like, oh, yeah. Everything checked out, Miss King. You know, you good to go. Well, you know, just let me know. We have everything set up. So for you ain't even know you if you was 100% serious at that point. I did not. But when she <laughs> hit me back, she was like, Dead ass ready to go and process everything. So I was just like, shit. I was like, hold on, let me talk to my mom real quick. <laughs> nah, ain't no talking about like, It's real life, life now. It's real life. It was too real. I was like, hold on, shit. I can't believe I just did this. Like, let me talk to my mom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I went down, I said, my mom down. My mom was just like, I think you should go. If you if you serious about it, I think you should go. I, that wasn't the reaction I was expecting my mom because my mom is a military mom and military moms are really, really clingy, clingy and close-knit. Right. Like they coddle you to you damn near 50. But that's not the point. I was <laughs> like, I got to get off my mama's titty. Like, I got to grow up. Because I'm like, military brat kids are childish. Like, we don't ever grow up. Like, Cause my, our parents do everything for us. You're still not grown. <laughs> I'm still not grown. I'm still a childish adult. Like, don't get me wrong. My friends know me. Like, anytime it's an adult question, I'm gonna call my mom. Like, oh god, like everything. I write this shit. Yeah, oh god. If it's something like adults do, like interest rates, APRs, man, you can call my mom real quick. Cause y'all talking over my head. This is an adult question. No trust out. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Out of my pay grade. So, I, my mom was like, "If you serious." If you serious, I'll do whatever I got to do to get you there. Why she say that? But the next week, we was in Huntsville packing up my whole apartment. And then I had like a week left to get to school. She said, you can come to the next quarter. It started July 6th. It was like after 4th of July. Damn. Yeah, she's like, like the lady was not playing. She was on my ass about coming. So July 4th came. I did 4th of July shit with my family. And then she... Next thing you know, I had two suitcases in Atlanta mm-hmm. Airport. Going to LA. Had you had you been to LA I before had you got? Never there? been to LA. Before. That's scary. In my as fucking fuck. life, <laughs> I got off that plane and I feel like I was about to throw the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was not like I was about to throw up. I was just like, I can't believe I did this dumb ass <laughs> shit. So she, I get out of the plane, LAS. I'm trying to figure it out. I go pick up my rental car. 
Shit, I finally calmed the fuck down because my anxiety was kicking my ass. Right. So we, I'm in the rental car. Shit, I'm driving down what it, what it is. Shit, what's that busy ass highway? I can't even think. Whatever the 10, whatever the fuck is called in LA. It's 10. Whatever. He's don't fucking know, right? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's you definitely 10. All right, I can't tell you what. Look it up. No, whatever. Wait, whatever right. the busiest highway is in LA, I'm riding down that shit and I'm there. there. I just bust out crying because I couldn't even believe I was there. Like, And I was in LA, bro. When was this? This is when I first started culinary school. How, oh, yeah. how old were you when you did that? Mm, 26. Oh, okay. So you, you had a little age on yeah. you before you did it. I was 26 when I moved to LA. All right, so what like factored all the way into like your decision? Like, was it was it her pressure and like the the advisor pressure? Like, all right, I'm doing most of like this work for you in case you change your mind, or you just like I ain't got nowhere else to go. I'm feeling not even that, just more so gambling on myself, like something just stepping out of my comfort zone and just taking that leap of faith. Like, you've never done this, just give it a shot. And I don't want, I didn't want to be one of those people that regret not trying it. Right, that's that's look, a big ass. Looking leak. down the line, like, damn, what if you would have been this? You know what I'm saying? What if you could have did? You know what I'm saying? So from Alabama to fucking L.A. All, all some humbug <laughs> shit, real shit, and the, and the shit worked. Right, years later the shit worked. Right. If you would have told my dumb ass three years ago after I graduated, and that I was gonna be a celebrity private chef, I would probably laugh at you. All right, so. Well, so we know L.A. is an expensive-ass place, man, Very. to be. Uh, so I know once you got out there, you was obviously probably culture shock. So how did you, like, continue, like, to make ends meet in the, while going to culinary school? You Did you have, like, a big support system or, like, how was that? You did it, it reach a point where you're like, I'm finna take my ass the fuck back home? Nah, well, sometimes. Because, <laughs> yeah, okay, so when I got to L.A., my mama gave me. Well, I started a GoFundMe, and I think my GoFundMe had reached up to, like, 1500 I didn't know my mama was going to match my GoFundMe. Um, so, that's, that's real. Yeah, so whenever they gave me a GoFundMe, she matched it, and that's what I had to start off in L.A. So... Of course, like that little money yeah. got them. LA eat that, that up. I was in like, my mom was like, you already know it's probably about time you got a car now. So it's. Quiz, you, you ain't gonna say her no damn wine. You just really emptied that whole bottle. I got a whole other bottle ready for that. <laughs> that was some, okay, I was gonna say that was some Danny. selfish shit, bro. I got some Patron over there. <laughs> <laughs> got some tequila but, um, Azul over there, you know. I'm trying to save myself for my birthday. Oh yeah, that is this weekend, huh? All right, Death. back to your back to your lifestyle. <laughs> we on this busy highway in LA. Nah, she no, been past shut that. Up. Nigga. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, we talking about what I was doing for work while I was going through culinary school. I was working at um a um, restaurant, yard house in LA Live. I was mm-hmm. a hostess. Which is dope as fuck because I got to meet hella people. Like, it was oh, yeah. right next to the hotel where all the basketball players, any athlete that come to stay in L.A., they got a game. They stay at the, um, it's like it's a Ritz Carlton or something like this. It's like an expensive-ass hotel. A, J, a J.W. Marriott next, though, to L.A. Live where all the athletes stay when they come play at the Staples Center. So, you meet, like, all the players when they come in or just anybody famous that was working at L.A. Live. You see, like, Stephen A. because he – they record the ESPN there. Oh, shit, I know that. Yeah, you'll see, like, all of them, they'll come in for lunch, so you just network your ass off or just, you know, I'm just talking to different people, like, yeah, I just moved here, I want to be a chef, or, you know, I'm a chef, giving people my cards, that shit worked. Oh, you was hustling, Alabama what? hustle, come out there. Then I already talk different, so they can they can hear it. Where anymore. you from? Yeah. So <laughs> right, you're not from the West Coast. Yeah, as soon as I say something, it's, where you from? Yeah. So, Conversation started. Yeah, definitely working my ass off at like little end jobs until I got like popping. 
All right. So obviously, when you get to culinary school, it's not like what you the the type of cooking you were accustomed to. Nah. Like, so did I you? Know some shit with no <laughs> on it. Well, just that in the presentation and all that, and you know, you like I can fucking cook. Like, do you like? Did you feel like all right? I don't really need this culinary school. I'm just getting it just so I can get my credentials. Or nah, did, it wasn't even on that because like whatever you thought you could do. You don't know shit, nigga. You don't know shit. <laughs> so that's why you were talking about my knives earlier. Yeah. Like, like, oh, okay, you would go okay. through the process and finally see, like, culinary school is more so to teach you how shit is done. Like, right. anybody can cook, but they don't know why this is for this or why you use this. Yeah, shit that you thought you yeah, like, Why the fuck I, am I even doing that dumb shit? The legit fundamentals of cooking, culinary school gives you all that. All right, so, so like, did you have to get out of your own way to accept I that? I did because, like, <laughs> like say, for instance, I'll give you an example. The way I see my mama fried chicken and the way they fried chicken in culinary school Total is <laughs> Greasy <laughs> shit ain't popping everywhere. Shit <laughs> organized. Man, you only got a damn teaspoon of grease in that bitch. <laughs> nah, they going to use a deep fryer or whatever, or they going to give you, like, but it ain't no uh, Dutch oven or no cast iron skillet on the stove oh, with yeah. a brown paper bag. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't none of that shit. Your teacher looking at you like, you, you, you trying to go to jail for using a paper bag? <laughs> right, but I'm pretty sure it ain't much they hadn't seen before. Like, and that bitch, they I be mean, waiting yeah, on. They be waiting for the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. like, you had, was with the bullshit. Yeah. I know you was with the bullshit. I had teachers that, like, we'll have a test or something, and if your shit nasty, they'll spit that shit out. Damn. On what? the floor. That sounds like some Chef Ramsey shit. Yeah, he was just like, I can't eat this shit. So that's so that's actually like the culinary like vibe. I always thought he was being extra on shows, nah, but that's just did, what they. Whatever yeah. you see, Gordon Ramsay do them culinary teachers way so worse. So it's real legit like that. Like he right because he'll talk about your shit in front of you. Nah, <laughs> like the teacher I had, bro. Like this nigga gonna make you cry, bro. Like, <laughs> I know this is off the subject, but what race was your teacher? He's Italian. Oh yeah, you can't bullshit with no Italian. Then the other, the, the meanest teacher we ever had was Ooh, Asian. Her shit did. <laughs> Quiz, what happened to the charge? You knew that bitch was going to go there. Oh, yeah, put it on the thing right there. We still got Danny going live right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she been so looking he was at Asian? this camera the whole time well, anyway. The meanest teacher I ever had was this Italian from North Italy. Because he was the department head, though. Like, he ran shit oh, okay. across the board. So he had to be that way. They wouldn't spit my food out. My shit fire. Man, your ass, yeah, would, they would have spit your shit in your <laughs> face. Crazy, man. Y'all be hating. <laughs> my shit fire. Like, so did they, like, was it just all, like, cooking, or did they, like, teach you, like, business sides of it? Or? Yeah, you definitely take the business class. You take a catering course. You take, um like, food purchasing. You take, um if you want to start your own restaurant, they teach you how to take that class. I think it's called Capstone. And then they teach you, like, all the regular sanitation classes, all that stuff. So is culinary school, like, one of them things that, uh, you get you get weeded out pretty fast, but if you make mm-hmm. it through, like you got a pretty good chance of being successful with it. If you for make sure. it through, for sure. So it's kind of like you being hazed to cook. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, it's kind of like you pledging to, to become out nah, to be a cook. Some people, I mean, like um, it's not like a lot of international students. They'll do it just just for the visas or just to stay. Oh, in the just to stay right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, you know it sucks, but they got to make it do what it do. They got to try right. to pass them classes or. Shit, they going back home. home. <laughs> with your nasty ass food. Yeah. Right, with your sweet not goddamn. Some of them kids have some nasty ass food. They just didn't know. They didn't understand the culture like of American food or French cuisine. All right. So, like, did you? Hmm. That's crazy, man. But uh, so 
Well, so with that, so did I, I understand like you went to college, you got your degree in biology, but you really didn't know like what you want to do with that. Going through culinary school was I knew it what a different. I wanted to do. I was supposed to be a doctor, but shit. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. Doctor met MCAT. MCAT was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. MCAT said, get your ass in that yeah, kitchen. Yeah, MCAT said, all right, bro. A lot of people get humbled by that. Like, uh, and it ain't just the biology. It's a lot of majors that you get humbled by that interest course until what the fuck you think you want to do. What? <laughs> gotcha. Got a question for you though. So the whole time when you was in uh, culinary school, did you ever want sit back and be like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna drop out. I want I want to pursue my doctor career, or were you just like, this is what I want to do now? No, I, I never thought about like going back to be a doctor. I knew like as soon as I got to LA, I was more so on some. Crying shit like I gotta make this shit work. Yeah, okay. So oh, I gotta show niggas that this shit can work. That, yeah. So you was on some like motivational like yeah, I'm feeling like, like I cannot fail like I refuse to fail. So when so Quiz do bring a uh, good point. When was that moment or like when you was like, all right, I got this degree. I I put a lot of time in it, but it's time for me to just let this shit go. When did that moment come? When you got when out I there? When I got that plane. <laughs> when I got on that plane. Fuck you that. Never yeah. Look back. Yeah, right. I just didn't look back. So. Oh, go ahead. So when you uh before you got on that plane, like it was still a possibility, like you're probably in your head, like if it don't work out, I can still fall yeah, back on this degree. Like, it was always that, like if, yeah. if it don't work out, I, I'm still a college graduate. Big like, facts. Yeah. Oh, but look, what I was gonna say back to what we were talking about earlier for everybody who's watching, that goes to show you that you still need to have a backup plan. You know, if it's a trade or like I say, you got a degree. She knew if all right. If I burn one more piece of chicken, shit, <laughs> I can still go out here and get a job and be in. You know what I'm saying? Lab, I still can do it. I yeah. Can work at a hospital. And see, that's what I say about it. It is a big benefit to still go to college, you know, and get that degree just to have, like a lot of athletes. You know, a lot of athletes do go back to college and try to figure it out because, I mean, shit, you're an athlete, you only got. You know, so long. so long before you injure that leg or you break that arm or dislocate that shoulder and you're not uh, clapping in the background. <laughs> um, but <laughs> shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like back to the college thing, like, please, you know, still do go to college. That thing is not on yet. Dead, dead. Yeah, it's dead, dead. <laughs> Yo, um, dead, dead. But you coming though. Everybody knows Chef D. Chef Danny is on live right yeah, now. right. They don't. My shit just died. I'm you should have directed it over here instead of listening to Quiz lying ass talking about he was going to give you a charge. I was. Oh, <laughs> Annie. Press my button. What button? The, the blue, blue button. button. What button? The blue button. Oh, that shit. Your shit red. Like. Yeah, don't take it off. Leave it on that for a second. Yeah. It's going to boost you up. <laughs> that shit's not going to Um. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got that rapid charger. Uh, so. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. That bitch ain't gonna work. Um, Snail speed. Off the side of these questions, uh, what kind of goals did you set for yourself once you was all right? You off the plane now. You in school? Let's say uh, a year later. What what goals did you set for yourself to be like? This is where I want to be in order for me to feel like I didn't waste any time in college with my degree I have. What did you set? Like, you know, is it a certain person you wanted to cook for? Did you shoot for? Um, a basketball team A certain actor Like what did you Your goals you had set Cause I know You know in LA Everybody is somebody yeah. In LA I don't give a damn It's a right. dude Taking the trash out Every day At the back of the restaurant He probably make eighty, ninety thousand dollars And he is somebody To somebody else in LA What did you feel like You needed to do To feel like you were Somebody Cook for a celebrity So that was your goal Like going into it yeah. Oh that's Alright so right. lean to that next point 
How did you manage to get with Black Youngster? You got Jay Prince and the whole damn near the whole family in Houston. Like, how did that connection come about? Like, what conversation did you have? Or was that your first? Uh, who did you meet to get there? Yeah, oh, was she that got your a first lot. She got a lot now. Black Youngster wasn't my first. Yeah, I know he was. I know he was. You got a lot, but how did that come about though? Like, how did you get that connection with a, a major, major family here in Houston, and then you connected with a. Uh, the famous rapper at the time and even now and a lot of basketball players you have like how did those conversations come about for you to get to this person and that person well actually I met uh, I actually met Youngstone a Humbug I was actually booked at Yo Gotti's house cooking for Gotti cooking for his family and then Youngster just pulled up just like <clears throat> just like any other time like if Gotti's in the city most of his artists will pull up on him well this time everybody was in LA and so um, Gotti was hosting some people. I was booked f- to cook for them, and then y'all still pulled up with him, his manager, and a couple of other guys that um, I'm very, very cool with now. But it was literally like right place, right time. Gotcha. How did that feel? Like, were you were you nervous, or you like, oh shit? I was I nervous cooked. and shit. I'm gonna tell y'all a funny story. Nobody, <laughs> Please, I want to hear this. Nobody shit. know this story. All right, y'all, y'all oh, exclusive. Ooh, exclusive. I, never told, I never told this story, but y'all still know this story because the, the dirt is coming out now. Yeah, because confirm the story so actually oh, i was at got a house cooking i was on the last leg of cooking dessert so youngster wasn't even there yet i was making some peach cobbler well this peach cobbler wasn't like the usual peach cobbler y'all y'all know we eat the peach cobbler with the um pie crust mm-hmm. like whatever everybody like extra crust well the peach cobbler i made was just like with the dough um or like a filling or whatever it was but the filling like raises up and it like captures the peaches it's like a white people's peach cobbler <laughs> oh shit and, and i was trying to be on my fancy shit for god so i didn't make the like ratchet the, the bougie shit, shit. Yeah. i made like those, the, those the white white, white only pies a yeah, nigga pie I made, oh, <laughs> I made like the white only pies peach cobbler and everybody know like y'all if y'all don't know anything from y'all by judging him Oh, I'll tell y'all, the way he likes his food is completely fucking ratchet. If it's ratchet, <laughs> he's down for it. That's ratchet, not surprising. <laughs> he's down for it. It has to taste good, though, and it has to be seasoned, but like, it has to feel like everything in Memphis, and it has to look like or feel like his grandma cooked it. And he's going to let you know if it ain't. And he's going to let you know <laughs> if it does not taste like it. So the video, wow. if you guys will ever go back and watch the first video I ever posted with y'all saying he's eating my peach cobbler, this is completely staged because as soon as I cut the camera off, he said, I ain't going to even lie. I don't like this shit. But I'm going to eat because I fought with you. And he was just like, you record me. But I ain't going to lie. That shit hurt my feelings. And he did not like my piece of shit. He was just like, I don't know, bro. Maybe it's the feeling. He was like, I like that, that other shit. The, uh, what you call that shit? The crust shit. I like the crust and all the peaches. Not really the peaches. So I was oh, just like. Shit. Damn, he ain't like my peach cobbler. So I was like, damn, I know he ain't gonna fuck with me now. But shit, he ended up um his homeboy, I was talking to um his homeboy and one of the one of the managers that was on the team, he was just like, bro, we need a chef out here, man. The chef that we got, man, her food nasty, busting us up, man. We really need a chef. He was like, Yo, food good. Cause he just didn't fuck with the peach cobbler, but I had made them some other stuff that they was really, really fucking with. I know the peach cobbler. Yeah, it was some fried chicken, and they was fucking this fried chicken up. They was like, Ooh, her shit fire, bro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, okay, 
the last video I got was after they ate the chicken, and that's when I asked y'all. I said, "So how was the food?" He was like, "It was amazing, darling." Mm-hmm. So that's the video y'all see. But if you see him eating the peach cobbler, just know he called my shit nasty. <laughs> Moments after that video released. Oh shit! Well, what about uh, who was you cook for? Uh, was it Rich the Kid? Mm-hmm. How was that? Rich the Kid is one of the most. Down to earth, sweetest rappers ever. I know you're not supposed to say that about rappers that they're sweet and down to earth because they have a persona to, um, right? But like a lot of my clients, when they're in their own like niche or in their homes, they're like some of the coolest, most like not what y'all see on Instagram or whatever the image they give y'all, but like we get the real versions, the down to earth versions. And he's just a real cool, laid back person. Like, he loves his family. Like, and loves island food like I don't it's, it's like New York people like love like yeah. island food I think Rich is Haitian yeah so whatever it is East Indian yeah. people out there yeah, yeah so he oxtails rice and peas plantains like this is shit shrimp and grits every morning whatever it is he fucking with it but Rich is definitely my he was my first rapper client alright so take it back to your who your recent your most recent NBA player how was that cooking for? I know it was a large amount of people. How was that? My first NBA player was, I can't lie, it was dope as fuck. Like, like whatever they, whatever you thought about working for an NBA player, it was dope as fuck. I can't who was that? Who was the first? Huh? Who was the first? Ben Simmons. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, when you was in Philly, you had Ben, yeah. then you had, uh, who was the most recent right now? Um, shit. We was getting the cars. Um, what was it? Was it LA? Was it a reason? Oh, shit. I know her business more than she do. She right. No, but let me tell y'all, Trevor, my my client Reza, like Trev, so laid back and so like out of the loop. Like he just really be in his own world that you like. I be forgetting, like, cause he just so laid back. Like, you forgetting his celebrity. I forget his celebrity. That's how true right. he is, and I'm just like, who? Cause at this point, I'm looking at him like one of my homeboys. Like, what NBA player? I be. So you you can cook for him a lot. Yeah, this, okay. was, this was when I was doing, like, really, really on my bicoastal shit, like, going back and forth. Like, I was barely home. Like, I was not in Houston. Yeah, I was kind of sad. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely not in Houston. So, who was your first celebrity? My first? I would always say that Woody McClain is my first celebrity. I will always give him that honor. Like, I know people be like, well, he only did the Bobby Brown movie, but that's literally the I first. Mean, so that, right, like, especially had, from like, Alabama, nigga, that's somebody. You couldn't tell me. Hey, would it want us some goddamn fried chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Pork chops. <laughs> right. I loved him for just letting me step in his in his space. Like, so, do you think that opened the door for you? Because you got Woody, you think that opened your door to yeah. be like more relaxed when you got in front of somebody that make millions and millions of dollars? Because you looked at him person, the same way, no, and that person I, could open no, up. You don't think I so? Still, motherfucking. I know, I'm not even lie to y'all. Like when I walked in, like first of all, I did not know I was cooking for God when I walked in his house. <laughs> Damn. So when, when Who he, the hell you thought it right? was? Right, that was the I did not fucking know because the person that booked me. A lot of times, when you get booked for celebrity, the manager or the world oh, manager books yeah. It's you don't even know. It's, it's nobody with a blue check in your DMs. Like yeah, come cook for me. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. It's an assistant. It's a manager, or you know, somebody. Yeah, and then you seen that chick. You like, oh yeah. shit, somebody in here. Right, that was saying. Like, yeah, so, <laughs> no, what made me know somebody was in here when I pulled up? Yeah, all them lambs outside. It shit. was a fucking all, all white Rolls Royce <laughs> in the driveway, and I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah, man, got to be taking them cars with them too. The whole like, white line. Okay, I know somebody in here got some money, <laughs> but I don't know who. So shit. Were you scared? Nervous? No, I 
like chilling because I just maybe it was a rental car. Yeah. LA people yeah. rent cars. Oh, okay. So I was I was chilling there at first. I was like, mm, yeah. hey, we're a rental, but the house is big as fuck. So I was right. like, mm, they rent houses too. Maybe an athlete, mm. but you know I wasn't tripping because I was like, maybe I don't know who the athlete is. I'm I'm a chill. You always know you know notable rappers before you know the athletes. I mean, most yeah, because you see their faces all the time. Yeah, so you see their faces all the time. So like, I'm getting the groceries out of the car, normal routine, and then his, some of his um guys that were there, security were helping me. So like, I'm in the kitchen unloading the stuff. I turn around, it's him. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, what oh, up, got it? Oh my god, I almost had a stroke. Yeah, you were like, damn, I, I should have changed up what the fuck I'm no, cooking. No, this, this was the one day I actually. Like, Makeup going on house calls. Yeah. I never do my. This one day I did my makeup for yeah. for some odd reason. I was like, I want to be a bad bitch today. I'm gonna do my makeup. <laughs> oh, nah, she was ready nah, with nah, the nah, shit. I, I had woke up in a good mood. I did my makeup. Right. I was so happy I did my makeup that day because it was like everybody was at this fucking house, bro. Youngster pulled up. Yeah. When, when was this? NLE Chopper was there. This is before NLE Chopper was popular. He was damn. There. That's crazy. <laughs> when was like this? Everybody, this is like, oh, uh, like maybe February in LA. Okay. Okay. So that was recent. This is February in LA, yeah. All right. Gotcha. So, how did you link with Jay Prince, you know, with Junior and all of them out here? How did that happen? Through Youngster. <laughs> okay. Through Youngster. Youngster um, and Jay Prince Junior are very good friends. So, I was at the house cooking for Youngster. It was seafood night. Of course, you did the crab legs with the shit oh, you yeah, pulled all over there. It was seafood them. night. They be kicking your ass. Yeah, seafood night in the palace. That's what we call it. Seafood <laughs> night in the palace. At the camp palace. So, Junior was actually in town and he came over. So, at this point, I don't know. If, like, I slowly found out that he was fascinated with cooking. Like, he loved, like, food, seafood related shit. Or he loved just to watch people cook. So, whole time, it's a whole, like, if you know an L.A. vibe, you know an L.A. vibe is like, Hold everywhere it's weird. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's, it's a lit. vibe. It's so, lit. Whole time you thinking niggas, they fucking with the vibe. No. Whole time niggas lined up across the counter <laughs> watching me cook. Damn. What you doing? I mean, it's a gang of bitches back there. I, <laughs> no, leave me alone, leave nigga. Me alone. See, niggas got to eat first yeah, and foremost. So <laughs> I'm thinking, like, that's what you will catch most of the time. Guys don't even be giving a fuck who in the background. They see me and that bitch water whipping. I'm getting the first plate. <laughs> I'm tasting. I know. I'll be watching every time. <laughs> yeah, What's going on? He would sit in the kitchen like this. If it was crab legs, he would sit in the kitchen like this and watch me the whole time. So what's that for? So what you putting in that? Oh, on yeah. That, so he was really person. interested. Yeah. yeah. No, like he would watch you the whole time and he knew what the fuck I was doing. Like, so that must be for the sauce. So what's going in it? Like, he'll ask you all the questions. So has he cooked for you? Are you on? You know what? <laughs> oh, hey, shit. Junior, I hope you ain't watching this shit. <laughs> you know we on your ass, Junior. <laughs> he asked those questions. He know the answer to this. Listen, you co- <laughs> coincidentally, me and Junior bonded over um, cooking. Like, okay. I remember working in Philly. Me and him got super close because he would always call me and ask me how to cook certain stuff. So that's how we got really, really close. Like, he, at this point, he was just cooking his ass off. And he was really calling me for the recipe, like, Chef Danny Hyde. So he owe you a credit on that. <laughs> he really offered. He'll give you the credit. He'll be like, Danny, tell me how to cook this. Danny, tell me how to cook this. But he's never cooked for me. I mean, that might he might be like, nah, I ain't going to cook no. for her because shit, I'm more disappointed. No, like, she's going to critique the shit out of my shit. I have been begging <laughs> Junior to cook for me since he started cooking. Yeah, that's he, a lot of pressure, man. He brags about all this stuff he can cook. But he, he ain't going to let you. He got the best spaghetti. I got the best taco. Then I'll make a fire ass steak. I had 
Nah, that's a lot of pressure, man. You sensei, man. He ain't finna let you goddamn critique him and shit. If he didn't probably fed that to a whole bunch of people who loving this shit, then you you gonna be like that teacher in culinary school. Spit it out. Right. So I got a question that I actually got on my notes, you know. Um <laughs> this nigga. What would you tell yourself five years ago to remind yourself the grind is worth it? Yeah, like it's something you know now that you like Wish you could have told yourself back then when you was in the middle of that, that like, all right, this going to be worth it when you get through with this shit. Um, I would have told myself to stay consistent because a lot of times we don't. And it's just more so like when you first start off, you're trying to figure out where it works. But when you finally figure out where it works, you're supposed to stay consistent. Had I figured that out a long time ago. You'd have been where you are now. I would have been where I was at. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. I would have been pipe. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, people don't understand, man. Knowing what you don't know is a skill also. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Did you nah, have shit on 2%, yeah, bro? It's really coming, it's coming. Back, you can't you can't do nothing with that 3%. I'm going to put it back on the charger. Yeah, just leave it right there and turn it on. Well, that's what he was supposed to do. Right, I was about to say, yeah, I ain't giving right, the right. to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so look, coming up, did you have like not coming up, but just while using culinary school and when you got out, did you have any mentors, any cooks, or anything that you looked up to? Any chefs hey. that you looked up to? I had okay. So when I first started out, I was looking up to chefs like um, Chef Ball was one of my favorite chefs. Chef Arlad, that's Dwayne Wade chef. Um, just doing my research on different personal chefs. Uh, shit, I'm trying to think. I think Chef Roble was another one. Shout out to the A. And then um, Chef Jordan Chaton was another uh, lady. Okay. She was working for Floyd Mayweather. Did you ever meet, did you get a chance to meet anybody or come in like close contact with any of those chefs? I think I met Chef Jordan on a um, Humbug when I was in Atlanta one time. She was at a graduation that I was in. And I actually walked up to her I was like, yo, I follow you on Instagram. Like, I, I admire you. She's like, oh, that was so sweet. But this is my first time like meeting her though, and she gave me some info. Like, she was like, um, where you where you live at? I was like, I live in LA. She was like, hook up with my um my dude, Chef E Double, which E Double owns a restaurant in LA called uh, Grill. He's like real popular. He cooks for like Shawnee and like he do a lot of like private caterings, like big name shit. So he okay. got like three restaurants out there. He real like big out there. But um, yeah, she gave me some game, which most chefs like most chefs that's in our field, private chefs, don't be getting. They won't get you know, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. For yeah, real. You, you young in, too. Yeah, I was in um shit. Some of these chefs inboxes beating that shit down, trying to figure out the game. Niggas up already. And coincidentally, these niggas have been the block. I'm trying to come back. Trying now. to come back. Like, yeah, chef, yeah. you doing your thing, I man. Fuck. Yeah, doggy dog world. <laughs> like you hit them Mike Jones back then you weren't fucking with me. Right. I mean, People write me on Instagram. I try my best not to do them how chefs used to like. That's real, I'm man. I'm give you the game, bro, because people didn't give the game to me, and I and I know how I felt when niggas was leaving me on red. <laughs> right, right, right. I was ready to strike some shit up. I was ready to fight. Right. So with that, uh, what you have now? You ever have you ever thought of opening up a restaurant? I thought about it, but I just knew, like in my field, with my personality, like. I love the attachment I get to my clients. I love that personal. That personal. I love that personality. I mean, that personal vibe that we have. That that bond we have. You don't get that in restaurants. Right, right. It's I'm like giving going to yeah, restaurant. It's different. So, what's your ideal like company? Like, what's what's your end goal with this? My ideal company is to basically have a um a chef consulting company. So, like, your high shelves, would you take them through courses or you just, like, after they get out of school? Basically, I want, like, a crash course a crash course company for private shifts. 
celebrity private chefs at that. D chef, Danny Wong. Okay. So would it be a substitute for culinary school or you want somebody that culinary train? You will already be culinary train. I'm just gotcha. giving you the game of how it is to work in this industry. Gotcha. The shit that nobody teaches you that we have to learn on our own. Right. Okay. How to move, how to sign NDAs, how to negotiate your contracts, what you should be making, how much you should charge, what insurance should you have. So was this uh so those are good points. Was this was this a trial by error thing with you for yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So you say insurance. What do you mean by like if, if you burn insurance. some shit down or no, like, but insurance, like you talk on some shit and I cook oh, it sue me. Or you get an allergy or anything. I got insurance. Oh so, so kind of like some malpractice like, shit. Do you yeah. go over like what do people like? Are you allergic to anything? Oh, yeah. or? Are you saying that you when you? Because you ain't asked me shit. <laughs> you just came in and started cooking. I'm talking about we just been dead and gone. You would have told me if you was allergic to anything. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so you send that over like with the invoices and stuff. Like when you uh get the menu, that's how you get the menu. Sign this. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy, man. And she made one phone call if it don't get paid. He don't know the password. No, I got the password. Now. <laughs> wow. I thought what? I gave it to you. No, you no. didn't. Put the damn password in, man. Oh, I'm getting drafted over here. Thank All right. So I got a, I got another question for you. Uh, you know what we're going through right now since March. How are you? You know, like uh, still doing your thing now with this pandemic going on. Like, are people still booking, or are you still you know keeping up with your how how has the pandemic affected the the private Oh well, yeah, that's market? a better question too. Well, actually, probably y'all doing the paper. Yeah, you know, I be pretty. Damn, you so pity. <laughs> Hold on, she memorized all them questions, man. I'm a, I'm a um, memorization type person. Don't delete it. I shared the uh, password to you because you struggling over there. Oh, <laughs> it passed. It Why the fuck you ain't got it on your own yeah, phone? Right here, she got it, man. All right, go back to my live. <laughs> Incorrect. No, I know, but I just shared it with you. There you go. <laughs> you on there. You on there. That's that I, I wouldn't That's believe that your ass either. Okay, so the private shelf world has actually increased as far as business goes for a lot of shelves because a lot of the restaurants are not offering the stuff that, that um. Oh, yeah. Typically like or typically have. So chefs have been eating. I don't know a chef that hasn't been eating during this pandemic. So you're getting like more consistent business because like a lot of. uh, Remember when people were so quarantined and none of the restaurants were really open? Right. People were booking shows. My shit was blow. Like it was a point where shit. I was so goddamn booked. I was like. I'm hiding in my house. Like, I, I can't even post what I cooked today. Are you right. cooking today? Yeah. <laughs> no. Nigga, I'm making myself breakfast. I know I was calling. <laughs> yeah, <it's not. laughs> I'm over there cooking for my client. You got that shit for sale then? <laughs> I'm going to buy some yeah, macaroni. Yeah. Nigga, I ain't even cooking for myself. No. <laughs> so, now nah, that actually makes sense. Like you said, the restaurants were closed, and then a lot of people went, were scared to go to grocery stores and all that shit. So, and if probably if they booked the shelf, they were like, I want you to keep coming back. Yeah, so like my shit was booming in Bucket, but I remember that's that's at the, during the pandemic, I was by coastal going back and forth to LA and Houston. Okay. So my shit was dummy. Damn. Yeah, she was busy. Yeah. Busy as fuck. Had me busy. <laughs> busy doing what? I'm putting cars every damn week for oh. the girl. <laughs> you was driving? No, he would. Oh. Work when she, yeah, whenever she lands. Oh, okay. Boom. I need a car. <laughs> 
crazy. That's what you do anyway, bro. I know, but <laughs> I had to do extra work. Hey, but shout out to Danny, man. She hey, you, you're supposed to do it you know. for the fam, man. Listen, <laughs> She wants the red carpet treatment too. She wants to skip everybody. She ain't coming shit. up. There. All that D shit. Chef Danny. D Chef D, that's her name. <laughs> Fucking Danny. Yeah. So that's 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 uh, good to hear. Like you said, from uh, most of the people in your field, you said they were. Uh, it didn't really have a negative impact on them because I mean it kind of hurt the ones that were cooking like in restaurants, man. Yeah. For yeah. Real, because a lot of the restaurants that's who really got hit the most. The people that worked in restaurants. Yeah, if you got some any type of privacy going on, your shit was booming. See, if I'm a chef, my head probably wouldn't go back into a restaurant. I'm telling you, <laughs> I wouldn't even be there. I'd find my own. Yeah, I'm going by my business. Right. Yeah. So did you ever like working in a restaurant as a chef, or you just went directly into? I've always did front of house stuff. Okay. I was always server, hostess. I never did back of house stuff. So I've never like um, worked in any restaurant line. All right. So. Uh, looking at it Like what's that point Like where you reach Like I know you have All these goals And like just getting started With a lot of stuff And you succeeded Probably most of your goals But what's that point Where you like Alright I done fucking made it Like Or you already feel like that I don't feel like I, I won't feel like I made it My personal goal Was myself Was to become a millionaire chef Okay So Until I reach That planet That, that platform Like to where I hit an M I don't feel like I'm going to make Oh, you on the way. <laughs> right. So you talking about like where you just have a million or you doing like million, like million dollar events? Not even million dollar events. Like when I'm in my sleep, my cookbooks, my yeah. seasonings, my sauces are like generating a million dollar in sales. So that's, oh, so you want to like uh, sell like your ingredients, like sauces and stuff too? Oh, shit. Ch- Ch- D Chef Danny. Hey, yeah, let me get some <laughs> of that, uh, that sauce. I need all that shit. So like the plan is to become um I don't know if y'all noticed like there are no like black chefs or nationally syndicated chefs that are black with their own nationally renowned pot lines, knife lines in a in a Walmart or Target or any nationally brand branded store. The only people you'll see are like Aisha Curry, but she's attached to herself, Curry, or you'll see like a like a um Your boy Sean, whoever that is. <laughs> that high ass shit. <laughs> yeah, Sean. that shit high Sean. Sean, Sean if you're watching that shit high. Yeah, the Paula Dean pots. Y'all tell Quiz about my nice for my birthday. I'm getting you a nice set. I leave me alone. Ooh, Quiz. Damn. How many boys patrons is that? Nah, Amex. Definitely Amex on that one. Yeah, you gonna have to use the Amex on that one. So, alright, so you want your pot lines, you want your sauces, like yeah. what else? What else you gonna put? I mean, you got your book. What else you gonna put out there? Mm, what D chef? Probably, probably like a um clothing line for chefs. Like, oh, I know yeah. me, like the type of clothes I like to wear. The we don't have no cool clothes in chefs, man. We. What's some clothing like, essentials? For I know, chefs? right? Apron and a fucking hat. <laughs> okay, so me, like I'm a I'm a jogger shelf coat type. of Type of shit. So like, I love me some cool little joggers or some, okay. some fire ass sweatpants, some shit I can move in. Because a lot of times you you really if you personal private shit, you only for your eight hours because you're right. doing three meals a day. Does it? So I mean, uh, um, an important attribute is to be comfortable while you're yeah, cooking. Like I gotta be comfortable. like you at the house. Yeah. Right. So th- does that change when you cooking for a different type of client, or you just like this? What the fuck you get in this kitchen? <laughs> no, like most clients don't 
gonna tell you what you can wear. Now, if you in there with like as a female, I ain't even gonna lie. It's a little double standard to what what yeah, you can I, wear you, and what definitely. you can't wear because. Sometimes shit, I ain't gonna even lie. I wanna wear tights to work, but I yeah, can't. But you already know niggas gonna be at yeah, you. Yeah, like, I can't. So yeah, like, this is a place of business, sir. Some some days <laughs> it's just Danny find them sweatpants. Okay, okay. So, uh, damn man, that you got an interesting ass story. I Your really phone do. charged the fuck up. I know, right? Yeah, we back. We back. So, uh, going back into like your maneuvering to the like the. The profession, like I know you said, uh, Woody was your first client, but like, when did you like know your name was just like ringing out this motherfucker? Youngster, youngster. Okay, so youngster kicked off the goddamn youngster, D. I'll never when you like, went I from Danny never, to D. I Shelby. will never do an interview and not say youngster was not the person that put me on. Shout, Shout out to the black youngster. youngster. <laughs> I would never not do an interview and say that nigga was not the nigga that put me on day in and day out, like for a month straight in LA. My shit went from. 3,000 followers to damn near eight. Damn. Just off the strength of him, Chef Danny, every day on his motherfucking Instagram. Oh, that's that's love right there, man. You can't so. even buy that type of marketing. Right. right. And then you did what you were supposed to do with it, it and kept right there. And then we had a like organic bond, so like the shit was just easy for him to do. Okay. Gotcha. So do you think if we didn't have social media, would you be where you are right now? Ooh. Fuck no. <laughs> just, just... Disrespecting the power of social media and what it does, I know I wouldn't. It would take me years to do the footwork it you would do from word of mouth than what social media does. So do you think chefs shit fifteen years ago respect how you got on and how you made it now with nope. social media? They, got, they, they would, got to though, man. You would you would have to respect them because I went <laughs> with the times, but a lot of chefs get locked yeah. locked left behind you, by not you, adapting, you, to adapting to the right. You ain't right, do right, this. Right. We this how we did, yeah. man. That's you know, how we came up. Got, uh, left behind. You just in not several in, industries. In, yeah, in several industries across the board. If you're just not in tune with technology, you getting left fucking behind. You get left if behind. Some, just anything you shopping for today in any industry. If I can't find that shit, my attention span is five minutes. If I can't find that shit in five minutes, you dead. Your ass hit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, all right. So, I mean, I, I heard you say that a lot of the chefs didn't like reach out, reach back to you when you was reaching out for a hand. And I, I hear you say you. Hand, bro, just tell me how you do. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah hands probably scratch, but like you said, just like word, words are enough. I ain't asking you for money. Like, like you know, nigga, just, just tell me like what you told us for a play. You know, what you do, like how you did this? Would you yeah. so how did you get your prices? How do you, you know, decide what's fair and what's not? Where? Or do you go by the status of the person you're cooking for? Ooh, yeah, does yeah, does that change? Oh, that was a good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good question. So well, I don't know. We ain't trying to so get in the pocket so right now. <laughs> right, I was about to say, hold on, yeah, Quinn. We, we, we in the pockets right now. Oh, we on your ass now. <laughs> we on the pocket. Quinn trying to make sure his discount still good. You Ooh. fucking up her. We, you ain't got to answer that one, Danny, man. <laughs> hey, we're going to keep that one for after that when, when it oh, go man. off. We gonna... But no, nah, for real, for real, for real. Because I know probably some chefs want to know, like, okay, so the way. I ain't gonna need count. And see, like, look, that's what I'm doing it for the shelves out here now that's coming up. I you know? ain't gonna need count. Like, I don't charge my status. Cause I do. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you supposed to. You and supposed you to. You gonna pay me? Period. But, like, I do. I'm gonna say I do have different prices for regular families, working families, or prices that I do charge celebrities. Like, I'm definitely not finna charge a celebrity what I would charge a single mom. Right, that's love. Right and, and that's just me having a heart. But all my celebrity clients know what what they come with. They come with 
that priority status. Like they come with, right. I need you now. When yeah, that yeah. drop everything. Because pr- you probably gonna everything. have to you stay with them longer than. Time, so I'm gonna charge you for my time. These single moms need you for two hours. Yeah, I right. charge you two hour price. Yeah, you you, you can't say that at, price though. Yeah. <laughs> you calling me at three a.m. because you need a studio call, like. No, oh, that's real, man. So um, that's that's some good advice to probably somebody who's you know, up and coming. See, everybody who coming up. That was, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna put you out there, Danny. You 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 finna have some collateral damage right oh, there. <laughs> but yeah, just know like it's different. Like, don't price yourself out of the game trying to be greedy. Hey, don't right. price don't bust them up. Like I know shows that just see who they are and just bust niggas up, but that ain't how I roll. Like I talk to these people. Like Tim, what you trying to spend? Or no, what's your budget? That's gonna be your. That's gonna be your. Coastline. Now, of course, you are. You can negotiate with these people because a lot of people are gonna try to pull the, the wheel over your eye because they're gonna think you nice. Especially females. Females are the most underpaid. So of course, niggas gonna try to juke you out of your price. Like, oh, right. too high. Like, I know. The, oh, really? Such, such. What? Damn, I ain't. I, I would have thought that uh, niggas would pay uh, a oh, female more in the bro, kitchen because be, she be a black female in the kitchen in a in a society that deems you that you're supposed to be in the kitchen anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I ain't think about it in those yeah, times. Okay, you, gotcha. I can get my girl do this for free. Yeah, oh, okay. Like, I got it. I ain't think about that. You cook anyway. Why you bust me? You just cooking. In their eyes, a female is, oh, you just cooking. Oh, okay. Now that makes sense. But I ain't even think about it. Then. Oh, bro. Bro, went on, bro. Yeah. Bro, he put some shit. sauce on your shit with some <laughs> diced ass parsley. Oh, yeah, that's me. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> bro, went off. Yeah, that's me. That, that's Koya's finisher, right? Oh, that's now. my finisher, too. <laughs> I'm going to sprinkle that shit. So, so, so what are the oh my bad question? Oh yeah. my bad. Um, for everybody who don't know, <laughs> Chef Danny has the the, the Chef Danny the <laughs> Chef Danny. Put some respect on, on the name. We right. working on quiz, my bad. <laughs> but besides little baby, <laughs> what is one celebrity that you would love to cook for? Besides little baby, we know you go cook for little baby. We get that. For everybody who don't know, that's like her. That's top priority. Top. But, <laughs> Do you hear me? Hey, that's not top priority. Hey man, y'all at little baby man, hey, call holler at Chef Danny. Somebody please tell four PF right now. To yeah, four PF, the whole four PF crew, man. But Come besides out here. that, who would you like to cook for? Drake. Oh, Drake. Oh, that shit easy for you. That, that's there. Not so much. That's the right place, right time, but yeah. Drake. Which what, so? What would you cook for Drake? Yeah, what would you what, cook? What, if he just yeah. said, "Do your thing," what would you cook? Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, everybody love lamb, lamb chop. The lamb chop, chop. I'm gonna put that splat on that boy. Make his ass start talking to Bacon like you do it. Got a little ting. So, all right. So, before we get to the next part, all right. For the up and coming chefs, man, what what would you say to them, man? To keep them going, or you know, just like if they thinking about like they they not where they want to be, or you know, what would you give them like for words of encouragement? I mean, I would always tell them to just, like, um, stay consistent. Make sure you post your work. Not shitty work. <laughs> Top to a picture. Like, put your all into this picture. Like, because social media, people eat with their eyes. Okay. I would always tell, like, up-and-coming chefs to use social media to your advantage. Because that's how, I don't even count like that. Ain't how, um, that's how Rich the Kid found me. On social media. Social media. So yeah, I will always real. tell you, my number one old to success social media, bro, use it to your advantage. Hashtag your work. Thousands of hashtags if you have to. Okay. Put yourself out there. Post every day. Make sure people see your shit. 
Yeah, a lot of people don't like. Oh, I ain't no social media. Bro, and you, you, if you one of them, don't even worry about. You're not it, gonna bro. make it. Cause yeah. ain't nobody finna come knock on your door and be like, "Hey, bro, can you cook for me?" Yeah, money trucks don't just pull up the front doors. Yeah. <laughs> so I would always tell them, and I would also tell them like the one important thing my teacher always told me was to try to cook every day or at least practice. Pick a day to practice. Work on your skills. Yeah, always work on your skills. Everybody, like I don't give a fuck what it is. If it's knife cuts, baking a cake that you keep fucking up. <laughs> A recipe that you keep burning, you need to cook that shit until you get it right. All right, so work on your weaknesses. So yeah. what was what was a dish or a category that was one of your weaknesses? Like you, like man, I don't know nothing about this, but you just had to conquer. Fucking meringue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see like some random meringue. Yeah. <laughs> it's the simplest shit. Is fucking egg whites. <laughs> but the wrong move, bro, your shit can drop. <laughs> Do, so do you shy away from it or do you like embrace it? Like you I'm gonna fuck this. Up. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you probably you ain't cooking that shit. <laughs> hey, next person book shelf down and get my rain. Oh, you need a right. You need a lot of them motherfuckers too. I got a homeboy, and the way his mama made banana pudding is with meringue, and he been asking me for years. He said, "Shannon, can you make me some banana pudding with meringue?" Damn, fuck no. Has been and will always be no <laughs> motherfucker. All right, man. All right, so uh, for y'all up and coming chefs, man, listen to the word D Chef Danny just gave y'all, man, and she's she's easily accessible, man. Just from talking to her, seem like she's willing to help because a lot of people didn't give her that help, man. Just hit up, man. I am not hard to find. She ain't hard. Up and coming chefs. Jump in my DMs. I answer questions all the time. All that shit, man. And I'm dead ass honest too. So if you put some bullshit in my inbox. I am not the nice chef that's gonna sugarcoat it. Yeah, she learned from goddamn those chef Ramsey. Yeah. We need that's what we need to do. Like start some shit where she going on like critiquing people food. Like yeah. shit. Well, like, <laughs> I'm gonna call you over here when I'm finding that shit. Because yeah, he, he keep bragging on this salmon, which I'm more than sure is overcooked and dry. Oh, oh no, it's not. That nah, pres- salmon hey. is tough, man, because how we like salmon is not how you supposed to cook hey, that motherfucker. My presentation is the boom. Nah, cause I like my salmon well the fuck done. Like, I, don't. I don't. I don't like that. I don't See? like that yeah. dry, thick shit. That's how I like my shit. I don't like that. If you look shit. at my shit, it just started falling. I should have been a shelf. Probably dry. I should have yeah. been a shelf. See, that's why uh, Junior don't want you to taste his shit because you gonna critique his shit. Right. <laughs> you spit my shit out, you going home. <laughs> <laughs> you better hold that shit in your mouth till you get outside. I'm telling you now. <laughs> I eat my homeboy shit, but I don't tell them that shit. Yeah, hey, don't text me. Just tell me what I can forget. My homeboys don't, don't cook for me, though. They never let me eat that food. They be like, hell no, nah, put that shit back. So that, is, why everybody else can eat and not cake? I'm going to just order some shit. <laughs> so, so they do bring me to a point. So, like, so with that whole black youngster uh, lesson of like, all right, you cooking this damn uh, piece of cobbler, how you like it's how, like you said, it's not how you black folks eat it. Did that teach you a lesson of like catering to like your crowd or whatever, or are you still gonna just cook it however fuck you please? No, nah, because um I'm gonna say Youngster taught me the most like when it comes to just catering to people likes. Like, okay, because right. He's very vocal about what he doesn't like, and you need that as a chef because off the rip you just think all your shit the fire the most fire shit. So do you ask that shit up front, like, hey, which type of uh, fucking uh, apple pies you like? <laughs> like no, the crisp? Just, just getting it. That teaches you how to read your client or how to uh-huh. know what your client like. It taught me how to ask questions to my client, like, hey, you like your shit like this or you like this. that. Working with him taught me the most shit I ever learned about personal shit. But yeah, that's what's up then, man. Sound like you made a big significant uh, impact on your career, man. Yeah. That's real. 
All right, so Heather got us asking uh, these questions about these PP loans, uh, these SBA loans and stuff that I wasn't, I was supposed to do my research on. So well, I can tell you, my research ass going to jail. Your ass going to jail. <laughs> so y'all got the SBA loan. Y'all probably paid me an SBA. <laughs> right, that's what niggas was doing. You see these Gucci and Louis Vuitton stores, but. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the point of like a lot of people. Um, uh, it was good for a lot of people who needed that uh, amount of money. Do you think it was like a wise for people to take that money because they were offering a big ass sum of like, all right, even if you do like or start paying it back, you ain't gonna be able to pay that whole hundred, two hundred thousand dollar back. I think the um, okay, so the concept is people. Um, there's a paycheck protection loan and there's an XBA grant. Um, small Business Administration grant. You read that on the paper too? No. But I'm telling you. That was because, my next question. Because I'm telling you because <laughs> I, I just know some people that, you know. Right. Yeah. We ain't going to say too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. from yeah. my understanding is the only thing I would say is for the people that took these loans or grants without the proper documentation and that means you don't have a legally registered business, a LLC, a S Corp, whatever it is, you don't have it, but somehow, some way, you falsify documents to say, hey, I have a legit business, I make this much a year, I'm missing this much money, and I need these funds. You're going to jail. Right. But if you do have a legit business, but you support. if you yourself are a entrepreneur and you do were affected by the pandemic and somehow you have an LLC, you have your letters of incorporation, you have your tax returns, you are good. Hopefully you put down the right amounts of what you make and whatever your loan amount is, you got the correct amount. You did not falsify employees. You should have only had one employee, mm-hmm. which is yourself and not 10 so hopefully you did the right thing, but other than that, of course people are gonna do what they want to do. But I would hope, like legally going down the line, you guys know that this stuff has consequences, and you know Uncle Sam can find anything when it comes to its money. Correct. So now, all right, she kick, she's speaking facts. So for y'all small business owners, man, like take heed to what she's saying, man. She's yeah. trying to get your ass, like not the bank, not fuck your ass up, like this. I pandemic. mean, I mean. From the advice that I've heard from people, like if you, if you did take these loans, just make sure you're documenting everything that you have spent because a certain amount has to be expensed towards um, payroll and a certain amount has to be expensed to, towards miscellaneous expenses. So I hope that you are saving your receipts in in due time when audit time comes or when it's time for the um, what is it called? Um, Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. When it comes, comes time in. for the forgiveness, you have this documentation, so they will forgive your your loan fully. Most of these loans and grants were a hundred percent forgivable if you had proper documentation. Most people don't because they totally falsified and use fake social security numbers or what they call C- CPNs, CPNs yeah. to get these funds. And yeah, I hope you guys are on your shit and saving your receipts. Tell, tell them. All right, so. All right, it's been a lot of talk with how this pandemic is affecting everybody that going to a cashless society. How would you, uh, do you think, how would that affect the small business market if, if the world went to a cashless society? I mean, I'm all for a cashless society because I'm a germaphobe. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just so, I'm one of the people where I'm addicted to Apple Pay. <laughs> I, I think, even care. So I think we're moving to that, though. I think, like, it's slowly I moving. I don't even care, bro. I love Tapping my motherfucking phone at Target. <laughs> Target. You the shit. watch too, man. I like this shit. That is shit. Help. 
Apple Pay. The Apple, the HEB over here do. Oh well, I'm in Rivo. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Nice. Yeah, no, they do got Apple Pay here. That's a damn. Not the HEB. Yeah, they do. The one uh, Rivo's got it. Yeah, well, what? it must be the bougie one. I go, I go to the one on Washington Ave. Shit, they got it. That's on. Yeah, that's new. a new. Yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, they got. Yeah, it. Yeah, they they got it there. Look at the new ones getting it. Yeah. Must be gentrification. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, they wiped a couple niggas out over there in Washington. <laughs> hey, we can't let Daddy have no more wine on this show. Because <laughs> you done drunk at all. This nigga can oh, top no. off the damn bottle. We got one bottle. Y'all talking about we can't have no more. Hey, I got, another, I got another bottle of wine. You said that an hour ago. <laughs> I do. She got a look. She good right now? Man. Yeah, I got to be- get home. <laughs> yeah. Right, fucking around with quiz. That is a question. <laughs> like, how right. can I make it home? Like, nigga. All right, man. Well, life give you lemons. What you got? <laughs> All right, yeah. There you go. Did you read that part of it? A PPP loan. In jail. The, the lemon yeah. is jail. Yeah, the lemon is jail, life man. Life lemons. You got a PPP loan. Yeah. Right. Life give you a biology degree. Go to school and get goddamn culinary. Hey, <laughs> start no cooking below. Start cooking, man. Don't no count me and my clients to save my life. The plan is to feed me, you know, so they can feed my pockets. Yeah, it is, man. When that's how life gives you lemon, give you uh, make lemonade with it, man. Yeah, and some lamb chops. All right, so uh, I think, <laughs> hey man, I gotta get some lamb chops. I ain't never had your cooking, man. Hey, T, you are more than welcome to try my cooking. All right, when brunch go down too. Yeah, I got. The, I just want. To, I've been hearing about these lamb chops. When are you gonna make the lamb chops? Oh no, man! I'm on a hiatus right now. You know my birthday coming. <laughs> hey, after oh, this weekend, I ain't going man. out for a long time. So I was about to say, do, do you know what you get yourself into with this guy, man? Listen, no, you with, you, you oh you with the shits? Oh shit! Hey, this weekend, <laughs> this weekend. Hold on, where, where, where you where you drop at, Quiz? Which oh, one is man, it? I don't even know which one. I don't even know which one yeah. you want to hit, man. Just yeah. play any one of them. They all hot right Please now. Don't get too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hit that top left. Hit, hit that top left right oh, there. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, you ain't here. I don't feel to this fuck. These drops are terrible. No, they pot. lit. Give me lit. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one everybody loves. That's the one everybody asks. I'm a cop. Give me lit. Yeah, really? After that third bar, the Patron, that's where he going to be at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are they hanging off the poles at Seaside? Yeah, she going to be right beside me. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, uh, man, man. It's been nice having you on the show, man. The show, Dan. You got to come back, man. Uh, don't call that damn 9 o'clock at night quiz the night before. No, it's 8 o'clock. She heard it. Well, no, but you hit up the night before. He said the on the, you see, last week's podcast was when he was actually even announced it on there. That so you, so he kind of put you in the predicament. If you would have said no. And then we were going, hey, but look, now don't send me no damn invoice for this interview. Now, hey. <laughs> You ain't cook shit. <laughs> right, man. I thought we were going to have the I pots hanging in here. You should have. Yeah. I walked in. I'm like, damn. You're going to cook a little. So we're going to do it at your house. I show yeah. my people love, man. You be showing me love. Yeah, I'm at the, I got to Houston. We're going to do it at your house next time so you can cook. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm, I'm up the dome. I'm coming to the dome smelling the Quiz hookah. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you definitely <laughs> I'm at the wrong nose. Shit, I thought we had the shelf in the right here. Place. <laughs> the right place. Shit, this motherfucker chilling, man. <laughs> hey, man, what's been good having y'all, having you, man? Y'all, um, shout out for y- uh, y'all for tuning in, man. Oh, my shit going down. Yeah, man. hey, so look, shout out to the chef Danny, man, and my and my my black. You know my my black designer wearing tonight is. Uh, oh, you know who it is this time. Oh yeah, I know who had this is man. It's my boy B Star man. B Star seven one three is two R's on there. Right now I got on the more hat. You know I got a lot more I can wear, but you know shout out to B Star tonight. You got any other black business? You know we got quarantine hats. We got the toxic hats. 
You got it's, some, a lot, it's a lot going on his movie right now, yeah. Hey, I'm rocking toxic this weekend, man. Oh, yeah, you I got, we got to get you on filter this fuck shirt too, Daniel. Oh yeah, we got to get you a shirt. I All would right. love to wear my friend's clothes, and if they give me, something. oh yeah, you're definitely gonna get one. Yeah, I'm not I gonna send you an invoice <laughs> if this interview is free. You got any black businesses you want to shout out while you're here, man? Mm, I just want to shout out some of my other fellow shells. Shout out Chef Sebo. Shout out Chef Legs. And all the other black chefs out there in this private chef world, you guys keep grinding. Y'all know how hard this industry is. I love you guys. Uh, shout out to uh, Chef Shea Butter, baby. Um, chef, uh, we got Haley. Yeah. Haley's yeah, table. Haley's table. Yeah, Haley's table be going in, man. She'll take care of y'all too. Um, it's a couple of more right now. My mind is, my, my my mind is blank. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us, man. We look forward to hearing y'all next week.